Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We were saying we have a full podcast before the damn podcast. We need to just hit record the minute we see each other. I have to cut you off because we get into all these conversations. I'm like, Sarah, this is for other people, not just you. I know. I know. I love uh, one of the things I love and I feel like I have missed about you is you. I've missed how open you are like you from years ago on the Kane show when we would all go to do Tampa together. You were always Ugh. I feel like the person that, you know, you got rid of all the. You know, we all put on a show for people of how great things mm-hmm. are. And I always felt like you were the person when I would see you, you would always talk about what was real there wasn't a show it was whatever was going on in you and Peter's life at the time or um you know you were you were doing your jewelry business or the girls were just being born and there was all kinds of things around that or you know all the the the, um radio station drama of you know (laughs) who knows I don't even remember what it was but anyway I miss that about you so I love doing these shows and I cannot believe we've been doing it together i don't know whatever four months five months we're since october we 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 did the first interview in october and 
I mean, I look forward to it every week. I love when we have guests on. We've had amazing guests, but I seriously look forward to when just you and I get to sit down and just have an honest girlfriend chat. And knowing that there's uh, all these amazing women out there who are sitting in their cars, listening to us and feeling like they can relate. It's just the best feeling in the world. Like, how lucky are we? We uh, we are so lucky. I I cannot even believe, like I said, again, two years ago, if you'd said, oh, you're going to be friends with Natasha again and you guys are going to do a (laughs) podcast, I would have literally said, there's no fucking way in hell. There's no way in hell. So here we are. I know. I know. So what oh, do you wanna... so let's dive into it. What, do you, I was what should we say, talk about? What's on your mind? And I'll tell you what is on mine. But I, I, we spent a lot of time and we got great reactions last week. So I want you to start on my stuff last week because it was all about IVF. And I, you know, I'd shared a listener had said to me, do not name the IVF company. They could sue you. You have to look in your contract to see if you sign some sort of non-disclosure agreement that you wouldn't trash them. So I... <laughs> That is so insane. That's so crazy. Yeah. And and I've just been, our listeners are amazing. And I've been inundated with Mm -hmm. incredible people who have worked for IVF clinics. Um, A a woman that's a fan of ours from Detroit who, you know, used (laughs) to live in the D.C. region. And she has an aunt that's an anesthesiologist. Anyway, so I'm very grateful. So that was a good episode to just keep sharing this baby journey and the adoption journey. So why don't we start with what's going on with you and then then I'll talk. Uh, Well, I appreciated everything last week, too. I mean, you are just as transparent and open and honest as I am. So I love that we can just chat like that. But so what I kind of wanted to talk about this week is, I mean, I've been kind of down this week, like a little depressed just because. So this last weekend, Harry, my little guy turned five, which is like, yay, oh so God. exciting. I cannot believe he's been on this earth for five years. But, um, you know, I always have gone all out for birthday parties for the people that have been reading my blog, Little Pink Monsters, since the girls were little, like I go all out did a Katy Perry pool party did like a messy party for Sophie and it's always so much fun but I think I've built up this pressure over the years that now I have to keep like keep the bar high and keep doing it so I drove myself a little crazy for his I ended up doing he wanted a and this is such a five-year-old thing he wanted a Super Mario Kart slash pirate slash hot wheels birthday party that's oh, what he wow. wanted first okay game. we got a lot I know, of things right? harry okay yes right so like i i pretty much narrowed it down to mario kart but i went all out you know it was at this um really great place in laurel called climb zone where they have an arcade and then the rest is a climbing gym for the kids okay and it was it was this wonderful big party like the all his school friends came I stayed up the night before making this huge balloon garland that like hung over the whole little party party area. And it, it was great. It was awesome. But it was so much work because I did it all like I did it all by myself, but I did put the girls to work. I mean, without them, I couldn't have pulled it off. They were my little helpers slash slaves. But so we <laughs> had this amazing party on Sunday and then Monday was his actual birthday and of course, it felt like, oh, other parents come in the classroom and bring cupcakes and stuff to celebrate the actual B-Day at school. So he said he wanted Elmo cupcakes. So I don't know if you saw I posted it. I, I did, made like these the five-minute like, Elmo cupcakes. They were awesome. Yes. <laughs> I made these little Elmo cupcakes, brought them into his class, and then like ran home to decorate for his like 
home celebration, you know, like his actual birthday celebration with just me and the girls. And, you know, it was amazing. He was a bit of a zombie because he woke up at 4 a.m. and never went back to sleep, which means I was a zombie too. But I don't know. I just, I went to bed kind of sad that night, just feeling like it wasn't enough. And, And I realized how stupid that sounds after I just went into everything that I did. Like, I did everything I possibly could. But when we... Gosh, I, I'm going to get emotional about this. Like when we sat down to sing like happy birthday, it's just, I can do all the decorations and make it as fun as possible, but it's just me and his sisters. You know, when I grew up on your birthday, like my cousins and aunts and uncles and grandparents, like everybody would come over. And I think I'm driving myself crazy, like just exhausting myself with trying to make it like this amazing birthday weekend celebration to make up for the fact that it's just me, Mm. you know? Yeah. His dad doesn't come over for stuff like that anymore. I mean, he celebrated with his dad over the weekend and, and it's just me and the girls and I feel like it's not enough. And that's like an overwhelming theme of, of like the past year and a half pretty much is feeling like, no matter how hard I try, I'm not enough for these kids that they deserve a whole family unit. So I don't know. I'm just like kind of drowning myself in mom guilt yeah. over something that I can't really control. You know, I'm not going to go run out and find mistake husband number three just to have another body, <laughs> you know, at the dining room table. <laughs> no, so I don't you're... know what to do. Well, deep breaths. You're under a ton of pressure, you know? I mean, you, you're obviously can't share everything, but you know, you're, you're going through this second separation and it's so hard and you're working on yourself and you have two teenage girls who lost their dad almost two years ago. I mean, you know, you, I think you got it. Yeah. Like, it was a two year, um, two year Mark anniversary. Harry's birthday is the same day actually really? that Peter passed away. Oh, you're yeah. kidding. Really? No. We just Okay, that's a whole nother podcast cuz I was going to ask you we should do a check-in and find out how you and the girls are doing on the 2-year anniversary and it just happened. Yeah, it just happened over the weekend too. Wow. Okay, Natasha, you this is this <laughs> is Okay, you need to like go to a therapy session, treat yourself to a massage, go for a walk with the kids and the dog uh. and just reflect on how far you guys have come and how much you've lived through like no you got to give yourself a huge break that's a ton of emotion all and yeah I mean you had a very emotional weekend that's that's a lot maybe that's why I'm so like emotional and like kind of down this week but I don't know Sarah I just you know the girls had such a rough childhood they went through so much trauma for so many years and then the massive trauma of losing their dad suddenly and I just feel like I I deprive them of a good childhood and I'm running out of time to make up for it Sam's about to turn 15 I only have three more years with her to make up for you know 15 years of like not the best childhood and now I feel like I'm doing the same thing to my son you know I swore with before I had kids, that the one thing I wanted to give them was the family unit that I didn't have growing up, you know, the mom and the dad and the happy family. And somehow I have ended up with three children not having that. 
and it kills me. It kills me. I hate so how's that that for uh, (laughs) just dumping all that on you were you expecting that when I started with Elmo cupcakes (laughs) no I mean I I have tears in my eyes for you because I I, you know it's so hard like you we all have these visions and then you know life happens and I hate that you feel as though you know you're running out of time because your girls are your best friends forever and ever I mean I think about you feel this way about your mom my I'm I'm 41. My mom is my best friend, and and I'm so grateful to have her. And and actually, I you know I I hope maybe this helps a little bit. But the best years of my life with my mom have been as an adult, and not really as a kid. I mean, she was a wonderful, she was an amazing mom, you know. But to know her, you know, as a as an adult, and and have a glass of wine with her, and go traveling with her, and all the funny things. I mean, that's to me been the best time so I I hate to hear you say oh you know I because I think you know your best years are ahead with all three of your kids and you know they you're gonna have so many great memories and I feel like all of us you know you just I want you to give yourself a break because this past weekend was emotionally a lot and even being divorced from Peter for all those years I mean it's still it's sad I mean it's it's two years and, and it's it's just sad. It's so it's so hard for the girls. Like you guys are trying to celebrate Harry and deal with all that emotion. And yeah, I hope you can just take a deep breath and realize like, oh my God, thank God. Like you were able to throw this wonderful party for him. And, and, you know, the girls helped and how much they love you and you are creating this amazing home. And, you know, I mean, just give yourself a break. (laughs) I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And you know what's, I I don't know if you feel this way, and I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before, but I feel like I would say the same thing to a friend if they had just, you know, spilled their guts like I just did about everything going on with them. Like, you're amazing. You're an incredible mom. Give yourself a break. But when it comes to actually doing that in my own life, I don't, Sometimes I don't know how to give myself a break mm. when it comes to my kids, you know? Yeah. It's just yeah, always feeling like they deserve so much more than they have. I, I'm sure so many moms like hearing this and dads can relate to it so much. But I think oh, none of us have a perfect childhood, you know? Yeah, that's true. And, you know, I, my childhood was certainly not an ideal one. And... I love what you said about, and I'm going to remember that because the best years of my life with my mom, we didn't always get along when I w- we were teenagers. I remember like having drag out yelling fights with each other and we'd actually have to write each other letters to communicate because otherwise we would just scream at each other and fight. But now she is my best friend and it wasn't until college and I was out of the house for a couple of years that we really grew close. So I do appreciate that. And I think one of the best things that you have with your daughters and your son is, you know, you talk so openly to them about everything that's happened to them or that they're going through and you ask them about their feelings and all that. I mean, that's, I think, what's the most important because they know that they have this great safe space with you. You know, that's, that's like the huge thing. You know, you're not telling them. Don't do that. You know, I mean, of course, you know, of course you're guiding them. I mean, yeah, they can't yeah, yeah. make every healthy decision for themselves. But um, 
Oh, and and the birthday party looks so great. And he looked so happy on your social media with that cake that was like a truck racing car <laughs> truck and you could eat the dirt and the whole thing. Oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So it's. Aww, thank you. I don't know. That's really interesting how I don't know what exercise or practice or what you can do to let go of that guilt. That's a good question. I don't know. Mom guilt is just, it's like a special kind of guilt. It's, it's different than anything else I've experienced. I think I'm actually pretty good at cutting myself some slack, you know, in every other aspect of my life. You know, like I, this week I didn't post as much as I wanted to. And I, you know, from kind of the work side of our podcast and social media presence, I haven't been spending as much time on it as, as I'd like to this week. And I cut myself some slack because I'm like, you've got a heck of a lot else going on. But when it comes to mom guilt, it just is it's almost like this like invasive poison that it just it just kind of seeps in and I don't know how to get it out. And I think, I really think other moms probably feel the same way. I mean, do you get mom guilt over KJ? Yeah, I mean- He's I, still pretty little. He's still pretty little, um, yes. But, you know, I think you, you question all of your decisions all the time, right? Daycare, you know? Um, you just, you know, you walk into daycare, right? They're not always doing everything that you would like. <laughs> For example, this week I went to pick him up one day, right? And the little auntie was changing him on a table. But it was elevated. And I thought, you know, I know why she was doing why she needed to have him on. But it, it was a very tiny table that he could easily, like if he started squirming, could fall off. And it was probably like three or four feet up. So, but I know why she was doing it because they had other kids. So probably if she changed him on the ground, the other kids would be like around and she'd be trying to get them yeah. to get their hands out of the shit, you know, and like, you know, they're, because right, they're like always into everything. But, you know, that kind of made me like a little nervous. And it's like, and then the other thing that happened one morning, one day I went in to pick him up and one of the nannies was picking up a child from the ball pit by his arm and I was like I don't like that either you know what I mean because like kids yeah. joints can easily pop out and I've seen parents do that and I'm like you know maybe she doesn't know so I'm like here I go you know going into the school saying you know did you I say anything think, about no Anna? I haven't I haven't said either anything either to either one because Dan picked him up yesterday he only goes three days so I thought you know I try to always give myself a day but I, then I feel like oh, maybe I should just react. But um, I didn't like. No, I think that's smart to wait. I, by the way, I dislocated my little sister's arm like that when I mean I was young. I was a teenager, and she was probably about three or four. And you know how you swing kids like in a circle. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. I was doing that and <gasps> dislocated her shoulder, her arm. Yeah. Without even realizing it. So you're just a little justified in that I one, but. <sighs> So you, I think I mean, you do have mom guilt all the time. I know. It's like, you know, I try to, you question everything, right? You question mm -hmm. everything, right? And even, even, you know, KJ has like goes to daycare or has a little nanny almost five days a week now so we can work. And I'm like, God, that's, I miss him. Like, is that too much? I should be, you know, but I say to myself, all right, I start work really early now, like 7.30, 8 a.m., Dan kind of gets him off to school and then I'm done by 3 or 3.30 so I can get him from school and then the rest of the day is with him, you know? So Yeah, that's I'm, great. I'm like, that's, you know, yeah. But you always, you're like, you mm -hmm. never feel like anybody can take care of your babies the way you can take care of your babies, you know? And that's, oh. when I walk into that daycare, it's like, okay, you know, I mean, and 
I'm crazy. I'm a crazy person. You can relate to this. Like, so, like sometimes I walk in the kids, like a lot of the kids, they got running noses. I'm like, okay, ladies, oh, let's. That is my pet peeve. Yeah, but I'm like, look, you've got to give these women credit. They've been here since seven fucking a.m. Watching eight toddlers is a pain in the ass. They're exhausted. It's three o'clock, th- four o'clock. They're ready for pickup time. You know, they've done. They've kept your child safe. Like, you know, this isn't. Uh, you know, pristine mom care, you know, I mean, I mean, they're very, very good. Like, I love the woman that runs it. They're, they're really great. Mm -hmm. But you know, you always think I could be running this better. And I'm like, Sarah, (laughs) do you want to run a daycare, Sarah? No. Okay. No, exactly. No. So there you go. Oh, mom guilt. Well, speaking of guilt, um, you were telling me like before we started about spousal guilt. Yeah, okay. Which I'm so, dying to know what you mean by that. Because it's been a while since I felt any spousal guilt. <laughs> well, see, you're lucky. That's something you should thank your lucky stars for. Thank you. Well, I wondered what you did. You know, Schman, as we call him on the show, is a complete workaholic. So you were married to a workaholic. So I'm curious, like, and I, I think about, like, how am I ever going to get Schman to work less? What I mean by this is this past weekend, we went to the world of dinosaurs here in Oh, yes. I LA. saw all the pictures. It was so cute. We had a ball. But, you know, Schman is, he's been at a new job for a year. They're making major changes, like in the programming, and they're just, you know, they're training coaches and all this. They're kind of building this from the ground up. But Schman does not, there's no turnoff button, reminds me of Kane. And so we're at the, the world of dinosaurs. And I will say he did for an hour... But again, I don't think that's that much time. Like, I kind of get resentful. You know, for an hour, he put his phone away. But then on Saturday, the rest of the time, he's checking his phone. He's answering coaches' questions or whatever. And I'm like, okay, this is like time with us, time with your son. For three hours, you should be able to put this phone on do not disturb. And like, all this shit can wait, you know? (sighs) So I was like a little fired up. Did you say anything? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we go to couples therapy. We just had a couples therapy session yesterday. So we talked about this. And our therapist is awesome. And she's really trying to get him to realize, like, where this is coming. You know, Dan has a a, a lot of pressure he puts on himself, you know, to be hmm. a great father, a great provider, like, give us everything we want. And I'm like, yes. But Dan and I both had dads that were basically workaholics and worked themselves to the point they both got cancer and passed away. Now, was the cancer solely caused by their work schedules? No, but I think it really contributed to it because they never had a shutoff button, you know? So, um, but then I, I feel guilty because, I don't know, like I encouraged him to take this job. I encouraged him to, you know, like, I'm like, he's been promoted at the job, you know? I'm like, and like I'm like oh all these great things are happening for you like you're creating the job that you want and I'm like oh god am I am I but he's like it's like almost making him sick sometimes you know he had like a stress migraine last night and I'm just like am I should I be encouraging him to quit I don't know what to do (laughs) okay so one does the job make him happy yes he loves Schman lives for soccer and one of the things that he actually got emotional about this week is um, back at his club in Loudoun, Virginia, many of the female players that he coached for two or three years are now 
going to college, and several of them are going to be playing soccer in college and have gotten scholarships, and one's gotten a full ride. And so they have been texting him, like, thank you, Coach Dan, for all the years because your skill sets and what you taught us set me up to go to this college or whatever. So it's been a very happy, emotional week for Dan. That's why he does it. You know, and it it brings me joy to see how much that means to him. Um, it's just all the other stuff. Like he, I don't know. I don't even know. How do you counsel a workaholic? Like, I don't even know what to do. Quick pause to thank our sponsors, David Rubin. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. Um, Look, so many of you are going through difficult divorces, want to renegotiate your alimony, your child support, your child, your time with your child, child custody agreements. Uh, David Rubin, Rubin Law or MDLaws.com. He is known in the D.C. region for dealing with narcissistic partners and difficult divorces. He has almost 30 years of experience and our girl Natasha is working with him personally. Guys, every single person that we put on this podcast, I try to have direct use their products, contact them, know them so you're getting a real recommendation and endorsement. Make your free consultation, mdlaws.com. And David's a one-stop shop. They do wills, they do your power of attorney, and they're also criminal defense. I say, look, you can get a DUI, a divorce, and you can do your will all in the same spot. There you go. <laughs> not, I'm not advocating for you to get a DUI, for God's sakes. We're old enough not to drink and drive. It's called Uber mdlaws.com is the website want an endorsement tell david that sarah and natasha sent you also horizon fibroids guys i love dr will dr will neem top fibroid doctor make your appointment at horizon fibroids today don't get a hysterectomy don't do anything about your fibroids without getting a second opinion horizonfibroids.com and natasha and i if you are looking if many of you work for amazing businesses if you are looking to reach thousands of women and men Advertise with the Sarah Fraser Show, and you can specifically advertise with Sarah and Natasha if you would like to do that. The Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com, every industry. If you want to target more women in your business, if you want to attract female clients, whether you're a bank, whether you are a spa, whether you have injectables, whether you're selling clothing, podcasting is the number one way now that people are getting a loyal audience to purchase their products. Find out more about our rates. How you could be on The Sarah Fraser Show, email the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. How ironic! 
I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her Fertility Aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for her, conception for him, and the conception bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off conception for her, conception for him, and the conception bundle with the promo code FRASER20. That's F R A S E R, the numbers 20. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply 
of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Oh, that's a tough one. I mean, because, you know, we all kind of form opinions based on our personal experience. And my personal experience with being married to Peter, Peter slash Kane, was, I mean, he he worked himself to death. He really did. And I I, I think I've shared this story before. I don't remember it. Like we um we were in couples counseling also because I had the same feelings. Like you just just put down the phone and the laptop, just shut it off for just give us like an hour a day. We agreed on that in counseling. Just at din I would cook dinner. He could work up until then. And then from like five to six no phones, no laptops, like just one hour a day. And he couldn't do it. And I used to think like, God, you're such an asshole that you can't even give us just an hour a day. But what I realize now and through the years is it was it was the awful anxiety that he had and his OCD that was driving him to feel like it was never enough. Like the work yeah. was never enough. That's why he was such an asshole to you about show prep, you know, like it was never enough show prep because in himself, he could never be at peace feeling like it was enough. Now, does that mean you can take that out on your family? No, obviously not. You know, that's not fair, but I don't know if you can. My point in that is I don't know if you can force a workaholic to <laughs> shut it off. Great. Because it's not coming from a place of they just enjoy their work so much that they don't want to stop. It's usually from some insecurity, you know, like I need to provide for more, for more for my family. You know, you're trying to make it here in L.A. and, you know, making your career take off. So I imagine him, his salary and providing for the family is pretty darn important. So you can do that. <laughs> Yes. So I'm sure, you know what I mean? So yes, I'm sure there's a lot saying, of pressure on him. I know, but, I know. And that, and then I feel guilty. I'm like, oh my God, was Los Angeles the right move? Like I, you know, nothing is worth his health. Like, you know, I lost my dad when I was in high school. I want Dan to, the like the number one goal for me is like Dan and me to be healthy and around for our kids to like to live. That's to me more than anything. That is like the number one. You know, that is the most important thing. So it's like, oh, shit, did I make the right decision by moving us here? Um, no, you're. I think you're getting way too into blaming yourself there with that. But, well, when you went to counseling and you talked about it, did the therapist help him kind of realize why he feels like he can't shut it off? Yeah, she she's like – you know, keeping working with him like about, you know, she asks him like, what's your biggest, what's your biggest fear? Like if, if you don't respond to a coach or something, like what's, what's the worst that's going to happen, you know? And, and so Dan like kind of goes through that process and, you know, sometimes he sees that, okay, you know, the, the, the coach can wait until Monday. Other times it's a bigger issue that has to be addressed. And I, I totally get that. I'm like the bigger ones that are an emergency. I, I totally understand. But 
I think, you know, I'm trying to teach him some like mindful, you know, it's kind of comes back to mindful eating for me. Like I used to be all or nothing. Like I was on a diet or I was super fat. You know what I mean? There was never like, wait a minute, I can be in between where I can eat crappy one day and then it's not like all hell's broken loose. The next day I can. So we we talked actually about solutions that maybe one of the solutions is some of the other guys that are on the management team, like they almost are on call certain weekends. So one weekend is schman's turn and then you know the next weekend's another guy and then the third weekend's like a woman you know so so then you're at least you have one or two weekends off a month i don't know i'm hoping i mean that seems like a good solution yeah now if it's his weekend off do you think he can actually well unplug? isn't that the test i mean get the cameras rolling like let's see <laughs> let's see if he can really do it so we we really spent a lot of time talking about like what's your biggest fear around not working, but then we haven't gotten into, because I say to him, I think his fear is like, I don't know. I don't actually know what his fears are, but I'm like, I feel like there's something you're afraid of. Like if you just stopped and like meditated for a day, like, or you didn't use your phone for an entire day. I'm like, what are you afraid of? He hasn't gotten to Mm -hmm. that, but I, so I don't know what that fear is yet, but I feel like there's something there that he feels like he can't just rest for a oh, I, there's definitely something underneath it. I mean, with Peter, it was, he was so, because especially being in the radio business, which is, can be such a fickle, difficult business, he legitimately feared that if he cut back on his work, he would get fired. Like, that would be it. Did you know, we never, in the eight years we were married, we never took a vacation that wasn't work correlated. We would go to Tampa and I would visit with my family or we'd go down to the beach because he could work from FLZ in Tampa. Wait, wait, wait. You know, or we would go because of Gasparilla. We never, at the very, very end, we, we took our first vacation, he and I, that had nothing to do with work. Like we, we took like a five-day vacation and went to, um, I think it was St. Lucia or something like that. But other than that, and our honeymoon for a couple of days, we never took a vacation that wasn't a work-related vacation because he, wow. his legitimate fear was, I can't be off the air for a week, you know, that then my listeners are going to forget about me, you know, my ratings are going to slip, I'm going to get fired. And no matter how many times he was number one across the board week after week, year after year, it was never enough to like quelch that fear of, I know. What is that I'm going to about- lose my job. What is that about people that have that? And I can remember that. That was always, I mean, it was almost actually, you know, part of the reason I feel like we the we all kind of had that falling out at Hot 99.5 is I almost feel like being number one consistently was like worse than, like I feel like Kane was like great when we were building. And then when we were number one, trying to maintain it was almost like torturous for him. Like, yeah, and, maybe. I don't know. You know, I just wonder what it is about people like I don't know. I mean, yeah, I always want my podcast to grow, but then I'm sort of like, oh, I'm fine with letting it coast. I, was like, just, <laughs> so I don't think you and I have the workaholic problem. I don't. Whatsoever. I don't. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like ah. people tune in, they tune in. I was thinking about this too the other day. I'm like, God, what if the podcast like went away? I'm like, oh, I'd be a stay-at-home mom and I'd be like a foster mom. Be fine. Like, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I mean, I say that in like, I would need to get a job. Obviously, if we stayed living in Cal, the, the cost of living in California is bananas. So I say that, but I'm like, but what I mean by that is it's interesting because I, I think Dan, his, his, so much of his identity is about his job. And for me, I'm like, eh, you know, I mean, <laughs> I feel like my 
identity is now about having kids. Do you feel like that? Because mm-hmm. you're oh yeah. Well, I mean, I've been a stay at mom, a stay at home mom this whole time, and so I mean, that is my identity. And when you know, like when I was married to Kane, Kane, and I had an identity outside of being, you know, me and my children, I would get recognized, or you know, would be on the air or popular on my website. It was nice. But then when it went away, I didn't miss it. I was okay. And now that I'm back, you know, kind of in the public eye, it's like, it's nice, but I don't really care if it never really gets huge or it goes away like that. But um, I mean, look at what, look at what happened to Peter when he was, I mean, he was already, there were already so many warning signs when he was still on the air that there was something seriously wrong with him that, you know, with drinking problem, drug abuse problem, like, come on, they knew. But then when you took away that identity of Kane and he was let go. Yeah. I never really, yeah, go on. He just, it's like, he just went into just a full downward spiral with drinking. And I think a lot of it is because that was his identity that he worked so hard for. He gave up his family. He gave up his marriage. He gave up everything to be Kane. And once that was gone, I don't think he knew or wanted to live as just Peter Dibler. I'm trying to get Schman, although it's not really working, to um, start doing – like you you and I talk about manifesting and different, um, you know, mm-hmm. kind of spiritual people that we – like I'm a huge Abraham Hicks fan. Like I love listening to their stuff. And it's so interesting with Peter. And this is – I worry about this with Schman. It's like Peter – like. The hardest part is his biggest fear came true, like that that losing it all, you know, because I feel like he just kept putting it out there. And you know, in like the manifesting you're doing, like you have to think positive, let it go, do, you know, do all your, do like all your work, like keep working towards it. But then you have to kind of like let go of the outcome and the pressure And Mm -hmm. the whole idea is when you do that and you're sort of vibrationally, you know, hey, I'm great at my job. We have thousands of fans. Yeah, maybe some fans drop off. New ones will show up. Um, Would my life be so bad even if we were number two, let's say, in the ratings? You know, what what would be different about my life? Well, really nothing. People would still love you. They would still listen to the show or they would hate the show. But it's, you, you, yeah, like I want that for Schman. I'm like, you know, you're more than this job. Like you, you can mm-hmm. look what, look at all these great things you did for these, you know, these players that are now getting scholarships. So you already know you can do that. So kind of like let go of all the work pressure. It's all going to work out. But I don't know. It's hard to tell somebody that that's like, I, that is in it. You know what I mean? Because I'm, well, I'm, yeah. Anxiety is is a tough thing. You know, I was talking with my mom about this the other day and, um, oh, oh, well, I mean, all right, this is a much more minor example, but I was talking to her about my fear of the dentist and, you know, I had just gone to this great place, Bethesda Sedation Dentistry, had a consultation because they will, like, they're all about comfort. They'll knock you out if you need to be knocked out or they'll give you gas. The whole place is just like... It puts your fears at ease. And I have a terrible fear of the dentist. It ended up that it was going to cost me like $20,000. I told you this to get my teeth fixed. So I'm not going to do it. So if there's another dentist listening. I got one for you. Total dental care in Gaithersburg. She's amazing. And she also does sedation. I I had sedation with her. It was like so easy. So easy. She's she's amazing. Dr. Mary, I'll hook you up. Okay, good, good, good. Because 
my teeth need help. Um, but anyway, so I was talking to my mom on the way home and she was like, that's ridiculous. She goes, suck it up. Just go to the, the dentist, your insurance covers and just suck it up. You know, the appointment will be over in a couple hours. And I was like, mom, you can't just like discount somebody's anxiety. My mom is terrified to fly. Like she won't even come visit anymore because she is so scared of flying. And I was like, how would you feel if I told you just get on the plane, just suck it up. You know, it's a two hour flight. You'll be fine. And that shut her up, which was kind of <laughs> satisfying. <laughs> but my point with all of that is it's so easy for us to say, like, you know, just step yeah. away, just put down the phone. Yeah. But when somebody has a, a legitimate anxiety, which is usually based in a legitimate fear, it's it's not so easy yeah. to let go of it. But not to say it's hopeless. I mean, there there are ways around it. The solution isn't just let your anxiety drive you and, you know, end up mm. killing you, you know. But yeah. Oh, my God. It's, See, it's not so like, easy. We need an anxiety expert and therapist. <laughs> we need another guest. Like, I love all that. I, I mm. Yeah, it's – I know. It's sad to think about Peter, you know, like – yeah. It's scary, you know, and I see some of him and Sam, and I've been talking with her about this a lot lately. She is so driven in school. You know, she's after Peter died and everything, we talked about it a lot. And and she kind of realized that that's the one thing in her life she can control is mm. her grades at school being the perfect student. She's naturally very smart, but she also just will. She has this drive to do whatever it takes to be perfect at school because that is the bubble that she can control when the rest of her life was in chaos that she couldn't control. And it's like, okay, that's kind of good, but like, it's good to be a good student, but God, I don't want you to, to ever have this grow into what your dad had where that anxiety just drives your life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it becomes so overwhelming if you don't get into a certain college or you don't get a certain score on a test. You know, it's, it's, yeah. You yeah. Know, like it, I was telling you before you. we started the podcast, you know, we've been applying to high schools and <laughs> we just found out she got waitlisted at Georgetown Day School, which is the school that she desperately, like desperately wants to go to. And I want her to go there too. Like when we toured it, it was just like you got that feeling that, oh, my gosh, this is where you're meant to be. The school is perfect for her. And they ended up taking, like, I think, like, almost no kids. In her entire middle school, they only offered a spot to one kid. Wow. And that's because the kid had a sibling there. So it's really hard to get into. But she was, like, she had to take – last week when we did the podcast, you saw that she was here. It was because her anxiety was so bad about – am I good enough to get into this school that she had to take a mental health day because like mm. her stomach was in knots. She couldn't sleep. You know, it was like that anxiety got so bad. So, you know, kind of the worst happened that she got waitlisted. We're still trying really hard to get her in. Like, you know, I'm sending emails, begging the admissions people to, <laughs> to take her <laughs> doing everything mom. I can. Oh my gosh. I'm being such a ridiculous mom, but, um, yeah, like I even played the dead dad card. Is that terrible? Okay. <laughs> I was like, she is so resilient. She's been through so much. I'm a single mom of three kids. Her father passed away two years ago. And like she's, this would mean the world to her. Like I definitely, I played the dead dad card, which is kind of shameful to admit. Well, I doubt you're the first. She it's because she deserves it. 
You know, this kid deserves to get something that she really wants in life because she's been through hell. But anyway, my whole point with that, I don't even remember what my point was with that tangent. Well, but it's hard. I mean, basically, like when anxiety just like drives you to an unhealthy spot. Yeah. And I see it in my child now. And well, and you know I this, know. I, I try to say to Dan, too, like, you know, uh, I always uh, look, I've always ad- adopted God's rejection is your protection. You know, you you don't know why you weren't meant to get in there. We can control very little in our lives, right? You you really you cannot control other people. You can't control admissions boards. I mean, you know, some people can for a while or whatever. But, you know, for the most part, um, and sometimes you like we always, I think it's human nature kind of a little bit to like want what we can't get. But, you know, sometimes like the school that wants you and chases you sometimes is like the better option, you know, because it's good to be wanted. And, you know, at first it seems like, oh, you know, maybe they're not that great. But, you know, if they want you, they might be more in your corner to help you through tougher times. Whereas a school that you know, doesn't take that many kids and can be this selective. It's like, are they going to really care when you're there? You know, maybe they will. No, that's true. I mean, that's true. And I'll try and <laughs> I'll try and pass that <laughs> along to her. She did feel good that the school that she did get into, we only applied to three and she was waitlisted at the other one, but we didn't really like that one. But the one she did get into, they did make, like I was telling you, they made a huge fuss. They sent a gift box in the mail with confetti in it, you know, and all sorts of swag. Like, we're so excited to have you. She just doesn't want to go there but uh I don't know Sarah you never know it's like yeah oh what I was gonna say is but the one thing that I am trying to to drive into her and I, I think she's starting to believe it too is exactly what you just said and that was honestly that's the best thing that came out of my recovery journey and getting sober was adopting the mindset of going through this life, there are things that I want that I try to manifest that, you know, I want to happen for my children that I want to happen for me. But if they, I, at the end of the day, I don't want it to be my decision. I want it to be left up to whatever your higher power is for me. That's God. And not my will, but his will, because when I make decisions for my life, you know, they don't always end up turning out great, but since I've kind of adopted that mindset of not my will, but his will, whatever ends up happening, as long as I'm in that, in that position with my spirit, it ends up turning out great. And it's where we're meant to be or what we're supposed to be doing. So I'm trying to use this opportunity to teach her that life lesson of you will end up where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Fighting it sometimes you know, bites you in the ass. Oh my God. Go with you end the up flow. where you're not supposed to be. Go, you know, do, do like, you know, lots of times I think you have to do your best and then you just got to release it into the world and it, it is what it is and people interpret it and, and, you know, it just, and nobody, nobody's life goes exactly every single day the way that they want. Some, it, some people it does for a long time and then shit happens. Like, all of a sudden they get a surprise divorce. They never saw come. You know, I mean, people's lives shake up all the time. So it's like the sooner in life, I think you can learn to like, let go, let God just turn, you know, you turn it over to a higher power. I love the saying in AA, you know, God grant me the strength to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to things, change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Like that's Look one of my- Look at you. Favorite. Oh my God. I mean, I'm, I'm like an Yo, AA-er. Get it. 
I love it. But oh yes, that God, is. I That's exactly that. what I'm talking about. I say love it, the say program. it one more time. You need to say it again. God grant me the strength to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom, the wisdom to, know to know the difference. The difference. I, if you can, that changed my life. What you just said right there changed my life. Because we spend so much time, you know, like hoping we can change an admissions group or whatever. And you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Like you said, their whole strategy may be siblings and legacy come here and then a few other people in between, you know, you're you're not going to. So do you really want to like keep fighting and fighting and fighting all that? Now, again, maybe not. Maybe not. Sam will probably get in. We talk all about this and she'll get in. But, you know, if you don't, there's other paths that are so great that God wants you to be on. And Mm -hmm. you got to know, you just got to give yourself the grace to know the wisdom to go, okay. Yeah. yeah, when to when to walk away from what you're striving for. And yeah. I love that, you know, I'm I'm hoping to make a big change that you know all about but I can't really talk about. I'm hoping to make a big change this summer and I am fighting so hard to to have this change occur for myself and my children, but every day like when I say my prayers, I and I start the day, I say, you know, God, this is what I want. Please let this happen. You know, I have a piece from you that I should keep pursuing this and do everything I can to make it happen. But if it's not what you want for me, please close the door and let me let me be tuned in enough to hear like that small voice inside saying this isn't for you. That's great. I desperately want it. I want it so bad. But if it is not what God wants for my family, then no, I'll stay put. But right here with the, how things are. Yeah. Yeah. Because you never know, right? And I, I feel like, look, I when I'm in doubt, I think about your life. And I think, every girl, you have the most <laughs> <You> incredible. <really? laughs> yes. Yes. Because I think to myself, she has the most incredible luck. Things have worked out in her favor. It's not over, luck. Well, true. God, I'm like, God, look out for me the way you look out for Natasha. I mean, Seriously, major roadblocks mm-hmm. in your life have, you know, God has removed. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. Like people should study you because most people <laughs> do not most people do not um get the grace that God has shown you. Like it's amazing. And you know that I appreciate that and and that's it's funny because before every week before we do this podcast, I you know, I take a shower and I say a prayer in the shower. Like, God, just let me be a vessel today. Whatever, whatever you want somebody listening out there to hear, please just use, you know, just spew it out of my mouth. Take away whatever idiot thing I'm going to say and, you know, let me be a vessel. So I desperately hope that, you know, some other people can find some peace in my story too. But, you know, this, the really crappy situations I've gotten myself into, you know, the horrible divorce with Peter and everything that happened in the, in the years after. And even, you know, the second divorce that I'm going through, which hasn't been, you know, had the abusive aspect that, that Peter did, but it still has been miserable to go through. When I look back at the decisions I made, you know, whether it was marrying Peter or it was marrying Harry's dad, in both of those situations, I did not take the time to to pray on it and to think about, like, is this what you want for me? I never turned that over. I was so desperate to have a family in both situations that, like, an opportunity presented itself. And I was like, fuck yes, that is what I'm doing. So... You know, 
I'm oh. I'm so gracious gracious that God got me out of it each time. But looking back, I put myself in those situations by not um, by not waiting and being open for for maybe the partner that God wanted me to have versus well, the one I wanted right then and there. How lucky are you though that you learned that you know you learned that when you were forty and not sixty eight. You know there are. Yeah. It's never too late. You know, it's always, it's like people getting sober in the program. People walk in that door when they're 65. I mean, it's better than when you're 72, you know, or you're dead. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's wonderful. But I always think like, how lucky are you that you, you know, you've, you've been through these two difficult divorces. It's like, you know, you, you're learning so much about yourself and it's like, oh my God, the next 40 are going to be so great and on God's terms, you know, like I, like you said, I'm going to turn. I'm not going to, I'm not going to rush into anything because this is the picture that I think it should be. I'm going mm-hmm. to, you know, take my time. I, and I, I'm guilty of that in work, you know. And I've been like on and off since starting this podcast in my own business. I've been so desperate at times, like for clients or advertisers or you know. And I've pursued all these different things that I'm like, wait a minute, is this really what you know God is wanting? You know, but out of, I think, scare, fear, desperation. Mm-hmm. I've done all these different things. Um, and I'm like, wait, was that, is that? Like, like I, I talk about it all the time, but doing a true crime podcast, you know, really, I should have really thought about that. You know, I, I, at first it started out with good intentions, but then halfway through, I was like, I don't want to be doing this. I don't, I, I like bringing joy to people. I don't want to be talking to people about the worst day of their lives when their family was murdered. I, I don't want to participate in this, you know, but like I kept going because mm-hmm. I was in it and the money and the, what people would think and all. I'm like, oh, I never want to be in that position ever again. I should have turned that over to God. Is this what you want me to do? And I'm sure he would have said, hell no, which is why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't I, know that, that you tried doing a, a true crime yes, podcast. Yes. Yep. Cool. You know, what a valuable life lesson for next time. 100%. I would never, the family, I, I don't know. I never actually spoke to them, but I guess through neighbors and stuff. Wait, they, so you had an actual story in mind that you were going to do? I did one. It was called the Mansion Murder. Oh, you Murder. did? Yeah, Mansion Murder Podcast with Fox 5, with uh, with Fox 5. I didn't know yeah, this. Yeah, That's, it was about. I'm sorry, I, I didn't know this. <laughs> no, I feel no, like I should have known this about my dear friend. Totally fine. Um I wish I didn't do it. But anyway, at the time it started out, it was this family, this very wealthy family in Northwest D.C. They were held hostage um, in their home with their nanny um, by a former employee of the guys. They, he got the, the guy holding them captive got a $40,000 ransom, ordered a pizza, murdered them all at night, ate the pizza, left the house, and left. They, they were able to figure out who it was based on DNA on the pizza crust and, and torched the home. Anyway, it's a whole it, – it, like, there's so much about this story. But the why I got involved is I always thought – Wait, oh, did they catch him? Did they catch yes, him? Yes, Oh, wait, you yes, said that by yes. the pizza and he's crust. That's right. Four- you never – you got to be careful with your DNA at a crime scene. Like, you need gloves. You don't touch anything. You don't sneeze on anything. You don't eat, drink. Don't booties on your boots. Like, I feel like I could pull up the perfect crime. I've watched so much Law & Order SVU. But anyway – so you and so you did end up doing it. I did, yes. And at first, it started out with I want. I think I want to be a true crime investigator. I, I think I, I this is something I want to do. And you know, there was always this rumor in DC that this guy could never have held these four people hostage by himself. There had to be other people. So the intention going into it was let's see if there are other people. Well, within three or four episodes and talking to FBI and investigators, they were like, yes, you, one person could absolutely do this because people become so fearful like you know the chances of you being held hostage in your own home 
are like so slim. People think if they just do what the captor wants, they'll be okay, right? Most of the time, yeah. no. Like most of the time you should fight. Like you should you should fight. You should figure out ways. But they, they didn't. They were very afraid and they thought if they just did what he said, it would mm-hmm. be okay. So anyway, I for me, I should have bowed out at that moment when it became pretty clear there was no other person involved. But anyway, I kept going and I regret that. So there you go. I, I many regrets in my life and career. So there you go. There's one. But you know, it goes back to what you said about, you know, how lucky are we that we can figure out this at 40 and not just be, you know, like you know, if Peter had if he hadn't passed away, I don't know if he ever would have had any self-realization and changed his ways. I think he would have just kept kept going, you know, for the rest of his life and been absolutely miserable. I'm not sure. I don't know. I know. I can think of a lot of people in my life that this sounds very judgmental of me, but that are living their lives the wrong fucking way. And I don't see them changing anytime soon. And by changing, I mean, having any sort of like self-reflection, self-realization about everything that you and I just talked about. But and how lucky are your children that you've had that experience, that you've, you know, done the work to be sober, stayed sober, know what a program is like, know what they're, I mean, how lucky are you to give that to your kids, to know what Kane's, so you can talk to Sam and Soph all the time about, this is what your dad went through. You don't want to go through that. You know, you don't have to live like that. Like that's, yeah. I mean, you you are such a amazing mom to them. Like how Aww. lucky are they? Thank you. And that, that, you know, I hadn't thought about it that way in a really long time. So I'm going to try and remember that when the mom guilt gets really, really fucking overwhelming. Thanks for the reminder. Well, I love you, my friend. Maybe that's a good place to end this episode. It was good. We covered a lot. (sighs) I love our weekly chats. (laughs) I like for us. I want to find a way. I don't know how we can do it. Maybe we could do it in like um, like have a text in number or something. But I want to interact with our listeners in real time when we're doing this. Like not all the time, but maybe we could have like one special episode or something. That'd be great. And by the way, I wonder if um, people leaving – I love voice messages. I don't know. I, I send them to you all the time. I love voice yeah. messages. I don't know if it's worth maybe our listeners – leaving us voice messages in our Instagram DMs. Like, Can you do questions. that in Instagram? Yeah. Can you leave a voice memo? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love that idea. 100%. I just want to, like, or maybe we, we have, like, a like a giant Zoom meeting or something with, oh, you know, some yes. listeners that reach out. And I just want to see their faces, hear their voices. Oh, let's do that. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So send us a message if that sounds like something you'd like for us to Natasha, do. Natasha, Alisa, Sarah, Frazier fans, you want to all do a group Zoom and we can have some themes and yeah. discuss. I like it. All I right, like it. In. Where do people all right, follow you? Send us you? a message. Yeah. Ms. Pink Monster, MS Pink Monster on Instagram and all of those other platforms. So send me a DM and at the Sarah Frazier Show. And we love you. Love you. Bye, friend. Bye.